0: For another minute, not an hour for another day, but at this moment, with my arms
1: outstretched, I need you to make a way as you have done so many times before. through a window and open door. I stretch my hands to come, rescue. I need you right away. I need you. Huh?
0: Can't
1: wait another day. oh, 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 oh. Please make a way.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eve's Talk. I had to encourage myself today. Um, This has been a very trying day, but I needed to hear that. I needed to hear um, I need God in this moment. I know there's a lot of people that are needing God. And so I am excited to be here tonight. I'm grateful to be here tonight. I am grateful to be able to share a word in spite of what I might be going through in my personal life. In spite of what it might look like. And I believe that this topic, this topic will be speaking volumes to me and as well as others. As you know, last week we talked about being fruitful in a wilderness, wilderness experience or or in the wilderness. And, And the only way to be able to come out of that wilderness and become fruitful is through the Holy Spirit. And I believe that it's going to be the same thing for tonight. But um, today's topic is the labor room. And um, I believe that um, the last couple of years of my life, um, I believe that God is transitioning me in a um, spiritual birthing Uh, um, And so um, God completely changed everything that I was going to talk about in the month of of September. And I believe that it's prophetically um, that he's doing these things because he he knows all things. He knows all things before before we do. And so even in the midst of all the things that we're enduring, uh, going through individually. Uh, some of us are going through some things collectively, me and my family, me and my friends, um, we're going through some things. And so I believe that tonight that God is going to use, um, this topic to prophetically speak to us on tonight, to prophetically give us an idea of what he's doing in our life. And that it's all not for laws. It's not all, um, to, um, To lose, but it's something that he's speaking in these moments. And so today we want to talk about the labor room. We know that this is the ninth month, and today is the ninth day. I believe that God is still. Make it. I believe that God is still doing miracles. I believe that God is still working on behalf of his people. I believe that today is the day that the Lord has made. And because of it, in spite of what might be going on in the world, in spite of what might be going on in our lives, I will rejoice and be glad in it. I am glad to be here today. I hope that you guys have had a great day and i pray that the blessings of god be upon your life so on today we're going to talk about the labor room and so when god began to speak to me about the labor room like i said today is the ninth month on the ninth day this year four years ago i did my first conference and my conference was called push Um, i just realized that today but god had given me this topic um a month ago and um and now i see that god does everything he's so divine he knows exactly what he's doing and so today it's an anniversary it's the the four years ago, I did my first conference. I stepped out on faith. I had been, I had went through a lot of things and I had kind of like saying, God, I, I don't know if this is really what I want to do that I don't know if this is really what you called me to do. Like, I don't know what he's doing. Like, he don't know what he called me to do, but I questioned everything about my life because of the things that I had to go through. And here I am four years later and God is still pushing me in areas of my life where I feel like that we're in a process of labor. And so before, um, Before I get to the labor, I do want to um, open up as to what I think God is doing before we actually get in. You know, there's three trimester when we start speaking about birth. It's three trimester. And I want to introduce all three trimester today. And the last one, of course, would be the labor room. It would be the room where we give birth. But I want to kind of understand, get you to understand that any time when God start talking about a spiritual birth, it is a metaphor that describes the importation of God for uh, God being fulfilled, or God fulfilling the life of the believer. Let me say that again. Anytime we start talk, because people now we live in a days where people try to um, uh, try to take the word of God and manipulate it, and, and try to compare it to other religions. But let me be clear today: when God starts, when God talk about a spiritual birth, it is a metaphor what God uses to describe a importation of him being in inside or being fulfilled in the life of a believer. And I, and that's what we're going to talk about. We want, we, we're going to talk about, um, the unexpected conception. And so when God began to speak to me about the unexpected conception, God began to take me back, uh, uh back to things that I used to say, uh, things that I used to do. And so, um, I don't know if you guys, well, you guys should remember when you're new in God and, and, and you have this fire for God and you lit or something happens in your course of your life and it changed the direction of where you want to go. And all of a sudden you get this urge to want to live, right? You get this urge to want to uh, obey his laws and his degrees. You you want a better relationship. You want to grow. You want this relationship with God and you want to change the dynamics of it and in this part of our lives we don't realize it and this is where God has said that this is an unexpected conception we don't realize when we start talking with God's will to kind of talk that there's a conception that is being uh, 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 manifested in our lives and so today um, God's speaking to us about that he's speaking about he's reminding us right now as I speak about the unexpected con- uh uh, conception that he's reminded us of the things that we said to him while we was in worship, the things that we said to him while we was in prayer, the things that we said to him when we was praising his name, the things that we said when we had thanksgiving and adoration on our lips, God says at that very moment what you was doing was con- you was you you was conceiving something from me and that's why it's called an unexpected conception because you didn't realize at that point that I was planning something in you because you were asking me you was literally following me around you was desiring something from me and so what I begin to do is to act on your command and so when we begin to tell God I want to be close to you Lord God I don't want nobody else but you but I want to have a relationship with you those are the things that moves the heart of God or moves the hand of God or moves the spirit of God to move on behalf of our own words and, 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 and begin to plant inside of us the things that we desire. And we set these things out of our heart believe when we said them we really mean them but we didn't understand the process of of it all so some of us had encounters and in those encounters we began God began to move and and begin to plant things in us and then some of us had a a fulfillment of God's word it was a teaching it was a word that was being spoken it was something that somebody said to you that had an anointing that that destroys the yoke in your life where at that point God began to sow into to your life and let me tell you something listen god would interrupt our plan for a divine conception god would interrupt our lives to plant into us the things that were bring forth a divine purpose on the earth and so what we have encountered and didn't realize that we was having an unexpected con- uh, conception Meaning that God was planting something in us. And let me tell you something every birth, everything that God plants in our life will have purpose on earth. He don't need it to be purpose on in heaven, but he needed these things to be purpose on earth. Our lives are a testimony to others. Our lives is a testimony to those who don't know him. Our lives are a testimony to what God can do with his people and what he can do through his people. And so he will plant something in us for a divine conception so that we can give birth so that we can give purpose to the thing that God has called us to be and to do upon the earth. And so in this conception, listen to this, there's a conception and there's an importation and what this will do, the word of God was, it, it was the, what conception and importation starts. It starts with a word. The conception and the impartation gonna always start with a word. Uh, some of us, I just need a word from God. Why? Because if I get a word from God, I know that what I need will come to pass. Why? Because what God's word never returns to him void, but it accomplished that would please him. The Bible declares that God watches over his own word. So uh, conception and impartation starts with a word in our life. I'm in the Bible when I talk about this and I wanted to bring up and I, I didn't even know God was going to take me here, but I want to read the book of Matthew. When I start talking about a word, I want you to understand that everything starts with a word in the word was the wor- in the beginning was the word the word was God the word is God in the beginning is the word and so. Importation impartation and conception starts with a word. And so I'm going to go to Matthew, the first chapter, and I'm going to read just a couple. I'm going to read about four or five verses. But I wanted you to hear this with your own ears so that you can hear that conception comes by a word. It says, Now the birth of Jesus was on on the wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she found with a chap, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being just a man, he just a man. We just ordinary people. He was just an ordinary person that God chose to walk this. Let me tell you, that's a divine conception. It's an impartation. God included him in that. He, the Bible said he was just a man and not willing to make a public example, was minded to put her away privately. He said, I'm not going to embarrass her, but I'm going to put her away privately because he was just a man. He didn't understand the spiritual part of what God was doing in the life of Mary. And just like us, sometimes we don't, we're connected to spiritual things, but yet we don't understand what God is doing with his spirit. We don't understand what God is doing with his word. But here we understand he was just a man, but now he's a man that's going to have an encounter. He's a man now that's going to have an experience with God. And the Bible says in chapter uh 1 verse 20. But while he thought on these things, while he was making plans to do things, remember I just said that God would interrupt our plans for a divine conception. What God was doing in Joseph's life, not just in Mary's life, he was he was interrupting his plan. The Bible says, as while he was just thinking about what he was gonna do, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, the Joseph. Thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary, thy wife, for that which has conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And the last verse says, now all this was done that it might fulfill which was spoken what was spoken a word was spoken he said so this now all this happened all the dreams all the interruption all the divine uh, uh arrangements of the angel coming to joseph and to mary all this was fulfilled that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the lord by the prophet saying behold a virgin shall be with child and she sh- and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call shall call his name Emmanuel, which means uh, being interpreted, God is with us. Let me tell you. God used conception and importation with the word. With the word, everything that Mary had was encountering, and Joseph was already spoken in the Old Testament. And God was fulfilling that thing now in her life. and I'm not going to get on the part about Mary and Joseph because that that's a whole nother subject, but I wanted to bring to you that God uses a, a word to sow into our life to bring conception and impartation. That's how we end up that's how we end up being pregnant spiritually. That's how we end up getting birth to something all because of a word. All because God spoke over our life. All because God had sent his word before us. All because we spoke with our mouth a word. I just want to be close to you. I don't want anybody else. I just want to I want I want to serve you. I want to have I want to have a right relationship with you. All those things that we spoke out of our mouth. Now know this that giving birth is a fundamental uh gift of faith. It's fundamental to the Christian life and it produces faith. You can't give birth to anything without having some type of faith that what you're going to give birth to is going to be exactly what you're expecting. And let me tell you something, giving birth also or conception or uh, impartation will always involve the direct involvement of God in action. God just don't speak word, but he move. He move. The Bible says that he watch over his word. It's moving. It's, going, it's not going to stand still, but it's going to do what pleases him. It's going to do what he's called it to do. It's not going to return to him void. What God has placed in us, Let me hear me clearly, what God is placing in you, sister, what God is placing in you is so valuable, it's so costly, and it's so precious that he had to come down down on earth and demonstrate it for us. Nothing that we're going to ever go through and nothing that we're going to ever encounter, nothing that we're going to ever experience that has not been already done by our Savior. And so today I want to talk about three trimesters. I want to talk about three spiritual trimesters. I want to talk about the first trimester that I want to talk about. I want to talk about the stretching. God is stretching us right now. I'm in a place in my life. God is stretching my faith. He's stretching me in areas that I've never been stretched. He's stretching my family in areas that we ain't never been stretched before. He's stretching us. And as we begin to grow, the word of God will sh- stretch you. It's uncomfortable. It's un- it don't necessarily hurt, but it brings this uncomfortable uncomfortable feeling. And you're trying to figure out what's going on. Something ain't right. Something don't fit no more. But God is stretching us beyond our natural abilities, so we can totally depend on Him. We've been depending on everything else except for God. We've been depending on this and that, the job and the money, and, and God is stretching us. He's stretching. He's growing us up in Him, and He's stretching us and He's pulling us in ways that we ain't been pulled before. This is the first trimester of a, 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 a spiritual. Birth and spiritual labor God is stretching us so we can depend on him. It's time that we learn how to depend on God. We, he put us in situations that sometimes we don't even have a choice on what we're gonna what what we're gonna depend on because nothing else is working. Let me tell you something the creams that I was putting on my stomach as I was being stretched wasn't working. The water that I, that I was it wasn't working. But what I do know work is the word of God and I cannot give up now, but I got to wait in this process and let him stretch me because stretching me is not going to kill me. It might leave some scars, but it's not going to stretch. It's not going to kill me. It reminds me of a song of uh, uh, Marvin Sepp. It's one of my favorite parts of the song that I can hear it in his voice. He said, I got some scars, but I'm still alive in spite of calamity. He still have a plans for me and it's working for my good. No matter how you feel in your situation right now, no matter how much it's stretching you, just know that it's working for your good and God is not going to forsake you. And don't you forsake the process. Don't you listen to the unbelief and the doubt and the question that comes up because he's stretching you. But trust the plan of God. Don't throw in the towel and don't quit. But trust him while he stretches you. You might have some scars, but it's not going to kill you. And I want to talk about the second trimester. It's the pressure. We're all under a lot of pressure right now. We're all going through a lot of things right now. But this is the transitioning period. The pressure is to transition you. God said that I can't leave you right where you are. I can't leave you in your first trimester, but I got to stretch you enough to put enough pressure on you so you can transition to the next trimester because this is a growing process. This is not a going process. This is a growth process. I'm going to grow you up in some area. I'm going to strengthen you in your faith. I'm going to strengthen you in your discernment. I'm going to take you from this dimension to the next dimension. And the only way I can do that It's to put pressure on you. God is just putting a little pressure. It's not to kill us, but it's enough pressure to to press off the things in our life that can't go with us while we are growing. It's a transition period from taking you from one place to another. Don't allow the pressure to force you to push right now. That's important. I remember being in labor and the doctor said, don't push right now. It ain't time. Let me tell you something, go through the process of the pressure, because if you push right now, you'll hurt yourself and you'll hurt what God is trying to do in you. You'll end up a miscarriage. You'll end up with a stillborn because you're pushing too soon. We don't like the process. And let me tell you something. I can testify, you, testify to you right now because my family and I are going through a process right now and the pressure seems unbearable right now. But we got to hold on to God's hand and we got to trust him during this transitioning period because he's doing something in our lives and we don't quite understand it. And sometimes it don't make sense, but we got to trust him and not push right now. Only thing we can do is trust right now. Only thing that we can do is stay connected to his word. Trusting in his word right now. We're in the second trimester right now. But only thing we can do right now is trust in his word and pray. Trust in his His word will bring bring healing to our soul. His word will move on our behalf. Our prayers will will shake down the foundation of the things that we're dealing with. But I can't I can't push right now because right now ain't the time to push right now is the time for me to quote unto God what he said to me. All the things that he promised me, all the things that he told me would come to pass and to listen to him while he while I'm in this waiting period under pressure. The second trimester can be a trying time, but it ain't time to push yet. And so I told you I wasn't going to be here before you long, but I wanted to get to the labor room, the labor room, the labor room, the labor room is where you come to that place where it's not just a stretching, it's just not pressure, but now you're in the pain. You're in the pain of your life. You're in the pain of your circumstances. You don't understand why it have to be so much pain. But I stopped by tonight on Eve's Talk to let you know in the labor room, your spiritual pain is only temporary. It's only temporary. I don't know what God is doing in this hour. I don't know what all he's going to do in your life, but I do know that the pain is temporary. I don't care what the enemy say. I don't care how big the pain is and, what, and where the pain come from. I did come to let you know that trouble don't last always and pain don't last always e- either because I trust the word of God. Labor pains is control on how we focus and how we believe. Let me say that again. When you're in pain, you got to learn what I remember when they was telling me how to breathe, right? They were telling you to breathe and focus focus on something. Same way when we're going through a spiritual pain in the labor room. Let me tell you, your pain is controlled on how you focus and what you believe. I focus on nothing but Jesus. I know what the doctor's saying, but I'm still focused on Jesus. I know what the report says, but I'm still focusing on Jesus. I know what they said the outcome would be, but I'm still focused on Jesus. I believe you against what I hear and what I see, God. I believe you against what the people say and what the report says, because I believe that something's going to transpire while I'm in this pain. I believe that something's going to take over while I'm in this pain, Lord God. I don't believe that I'm in pain for nothing, but I believe that you're going to do something with this pain, that you're going to break something that we never had. And we could only get to what you want for our lives. If we went through the pain, God, and so that I'm going to trust you, Lord God. I don't know all the answers, Lord God, and I don't know what to say, Lord God, but I trust you, Lord God. I trust you, Lord God. I trust you. I trust you in the pain because I know that the pain is an indication that I'm close enough to my push. As my pain become quicker, as the things in life becomes and they come back to back to back, I realize that that's an indication, but that I'm ready to push. That I'm closer to my promise than what I think. I'm closer to what you gave me in the dream. I'm closer to the vision that you gave me for my life. I'm closer to the promise that you promised me will come to pass. Because my pain is getting closer and closer, and I know that if I continue to get in this kind of pain, I'm almost at the end. That I'm not ready to push, and I. I'm ready to push. You know we have this acronym about push, Pay, pray until something happens. But I got some press until something happens. Persist until something happens. Whatever it takes. Don't stop pushing. You're in the labor room right now, and God is trying to burst something in you spiritual. Yes, you got physical pain. Yes, you got physical physical circumstances, but if you continue to push, God is going to burst something in you. He's going to break something out of you that you weren't ready for, that you didn't understand, but it's going to bring joy to your life. And Some of us are talking about how can these type of things bring joy? I don't have all the answers. All I have is the Word of God. I told you I don't have a lot of things to depend on, but what I'm going to depend on, I'm going to depend on the Word of God. I'm going to depend on what God is saying in His Word. If you endure the process, you'll see a promise. If you endure the process, you'll see the promise. And as I close right now, I'm going to come from John, the 16th chapter. And it says, a woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow. I know you're in sorrow right now. I know you're going through in your life, but you're in the labor room right now. And I know that things are painful. I know a woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. Your pain and your sorrow is an indication that the hour has come. The hour that God has set for your life has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she will no longer remember. God says, after you get through pushing, after you endure the process, everything that you cried about, Everything that you had sorrowed about, everything that broke you down, that almost took you out, everything that you thought was going to not allow you to make it to this place. God says, what I'm going to place in your life, you're not going to even remember the things that you had to go through. I don't know who that word is for. I don't have no idea why God had me to speak that on tonight. But I do believe prophetically that God is speaking to some people out there and I believe that people are really going through and they trying to do the right thing. They are trying to live for God and they trying to do it the way that he told them to do and they don't understand why they are going through so much pain. And God says that I'm doing something in you. I'm trying to give you something that you never have before. I'm trying to give you something that the world can't take away. I'm trying to give you something that the devil himself cannot touch. I'm trying to give you a promise, a divine Conception that only I can give to bring you from one place of your life to another, and that's all God is doing is trying to perfect those things which concerns our life, and He's pushing us and putting pressure on us and stretching us for the promise that He promised that He wrote down in His Word the divine arrangement for our life for us to get to that place, and whatever it is that you're going through, and that you're going through, and it's painful. Let me tell you when God gets through with you. The joy that he's going to give you, you're not going to even remember the things that you went through. When I, I can testify, and I know that I'm going through some things right now. I know I've been going through some things for a while now, for two years now. And let me tell you, with the depths of my soul and the smile on my face, God has never failed me. He has never let me down. He has never left me in my situation. And everything that I came through, I saw the beauty of what I went through. When I lost my dad, I saw beauty. How can you find beauty in something that you lost? Because I realized that what God did in my daddy, nobody else could do. Nobody could change him, nobody could redeem him, nobody could save him, and so I can I can have joy in that sorrow in that situation where I had sorrow because I know it was God that saved little Pooh. I know that was God that took his little feeble body, and gave him the strength to call on his name in the in the hour that came for his life. And so now, as I testify to you, I want to encourage you. I know that you're going through a rough patch right now, and I know it looked like that you're on the losing end, but if you stay in the process, if you go through the process of stretching, if you go through the process of pressure. And if you go through the process of pain, I promise you what you're going to get from God is going to supersede what you've gone through in your life that you don't even remember it no more. Yes, I can talk about this process of the death and what I had to sit through on my day, but I can also talk about how God changed his life, how God saved him, how God placed his spirit in him, where he had been on drugs for Fifty years. I don't know why God got me testifying about this. My dad had been on drugs for fifty years, and God delivered him before he took his last breath. Delivered him a year before he—he he was a year free of drugs that he had never been a day in his life. God gave me everything that I desired. God gave me everything that I wished for. But I didn't understand the process. But once we got over to the process, and I realized how God had redeemed him, how God had set him free, and how God had saved his son. I can't look at the sorrow that I went through without rejoicing over what God did in his life and that's all I came by to tell you that the labor room is not for your pain but it's for your promise the labor room is not for your sorrow but it is for your joy the labor room is for the promise that God has over your life that he's going to perfect the thing which concerns you and your family so don't you give up and don't you give in we in the ninth hour on the ninth day and it's a good day it's a great that day for God to do what he do best in our life. And that's to perform miracles. I don't know who need a miracle today, but I believe that prophetically, that God is the God of miracles. He's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. And today we got some Holy Ghost power. I told you last week, in order for fruit to be in your life, in the wilderness, you got to have the Holy Spirit. And I declare the Holy Spirit to reign over your life, over your circumstances, over your situation. I declare the the Spirit of God to take root, to take over every situation that you're in and begin to produce fruit in your life so that you can give birth to joy. That you can give birth to a promise that you can give birth to your destiny and that everything that you went through in your valid experience won't be able to compare to the glory that shall be revealed in your joy that God is going to give you after you do your push. After you give birth to everything that God has called you to give birth to and so tonight I thank God for this word it was a needed word not just for you but for me too I'm not just speaking to you but I'm speaking to myself I'm just like uh, uh, David when he went and he lost everything and all he had was his word all he had was his praise all he had was his own encouragement and today I didn't put on my spiritual ephod and I went before God and I began to tell God the things that I need in my life that's why I prayed I played that song because I'm in Need of God, and I declare that if you need needing God, I ask, you, I pray that you will press your way through tonight. I pray that you will continue to seek God, to call on His name, to to know that He's everything that you need in your situation tonight. I don't know what you need, but I need God tonight. My family needs God tonight. And so I'm going to press my way. I'm going to allow the pressure to come. And I'm going to allow God to stretch us. But when it comes time for me to push, I'm going to push. Because I believe that prayer changes things. I believe that persistence changes things. I believe that uh, pressing forward changes things. I believe God over against what I see, over against what I've heard, over against what the reports say. Because I'm in the labor room. And I'm going to give birth to something. My family is going to give birth to something. And we might have to let go some things to do it. But God is going to reveal that joy. He's going to reveal the things that he wants to do. It's his will and not ours. Nevertheless, his will be done and not ours. I pray that this has been a blessing to you guys tonight. I pray that God perfect those things which concern you. I pray that I said something to encourage you. I pray that I said something to uh, bring enlightenment on what you're going through in your life. You're just going through some trimesters right now and God is doing some things in your life and you got to go through the process in order to give birth to the promise. The thing that that very thing that you are asking God to do in your life, that very thing that you are asking God to remove, he's not going to remove it, but he's going to allow you to give birth so that you can look back on that thing and really know that he was a white maker, that he was a promise keeper. And that he was a miracle worker. Hope you guys have been blessed. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We give you glory right now, Father. We thank you for being such a good God. You're such a good God. You're such a kind God. You're such a merciful God. You've been better to us than we could ever be to ourselves, God. And we thank you for this day, Lord God. And because you made this day, trouble didn't make this day, circumstances didn't make this day, sickness didn't make this day, Lord God, but you have made this day. And because you have made this day, Father, we will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your word, Lord God. We thank you for the seed that you have placed in our spirits, the seed that's growing in us right now, Lord God. We thank you for the growth that you're giving us, Lord God, that you love us too much. to Allow us to stay where we was. You love us too much, Lord God, to keep us in places where we cannot flourish, Lord God, where we cannot evolve, Lord God. But we thank you, Lord God, for the seed that you placed in us. We thank you for the word that you've given us, Lord God. That same word that you've given us have digged us out of many graves, Lord God, have digged us out of many circumstances, have digged us out of many trials and tribulations, Lord God. And that same word is going to continue to dig us, Lord God. It's going to continue to to place us on a solid foundation, Lord God, and so we thank you on tonight, Lord God. We thank you for this word, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that even through the pain, we know that our hour has come, and the pain is an indication, Lord God, that it's time for us to push. It's not time for us to give up. It's not time for us to give in. It's not time for us to throw in the towel. It's not time for unbelief and doubt, Lord God, but it's time to Push, Lord God, and to press, Lord God, and to trust you and believe that everything that you said in your word is going to come to pass and that everything that's going on in our life, Lord God, that it eventually, Lord God, it will work out for our good. I pray that you will touch somebody's household tonight. I pray that you will touch somebody's heart tonight. I pray that you will touch somebody's mind tonight, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you will give them the mind of Christ tonight, Lord God. I pray that you will move by your Holy Spirit, Lord God, and I pray that you' You will have your way in our lives, Lord God. I pray, Father, that you would do your will in our life, Lord God. I pray your perfecting power over our life, Lord God. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. It's in Jesus' name that we call on. It's in Jesus' name that at that name every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess to the glory of you, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God the Name of Jesus that still has power, the name of Jesus that still has resurrection power, the
1: name of Jesus. We called him Emmanuel. You are with us, God. The name of Jesus. Ba 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 we decided, Lord God, we're going to still call your name Jesus. The world don't call you Jesus. They don't depend on
0: you, Lord God. But we have declared from the postures of our heart that your name is still Jesus. You are still Emmanuel, and you're still performing miracles. So you're still making ways, and you're still saving our souls, and you're still delivering us, Lord God. And you said that every knee shall bow, and that every tongue shall confess that you are Lord and Savior, Lord God. And we do Lord God, because it's in our hearts to do it, Lord God. So, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we pray and
1: we ask all things. Praise God and Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we need you, Jesus. This world needs you today, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It's only because of you that we made it thus far, God. Only because of you, God. And so I say thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Y'all got to excuse me for a minute. This is the real me. I don't know who needs Jesus besides me, but I declare that somebody needs Jesus. And they need Jesus to make a way like never before. They need Jesus' deliverance power. They need Jesus'
0: healing power. And who else can we depend on when we're in trouble? Who else can we lean on when we're in trouble by side of the name of Jesus? And so we thank you, Lord. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for arriving, God, for where you arrive, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty hallelujah
1: lord god somebody just been set free somebody just been delivered somebody just got their answer today somebody just got the answer today and so we trust you god jesus still is the answer for the world today jesus is still the answer for the world today oh god thank you lord Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. and la ba ba yanda rose. Ika la ba yanda la la ba 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 yanda la 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 ba yeste. Ika la ba Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I, I thank Jesus today because I know it was because of him that we made it this far. I thank you, Lord God. Some people don't want to praise him publicly. Some people don't want to know what really lives
0: inside of him publicly. But if I can praise him publicly, he can promote me privately. And so I thank him on today. And I give his name glory because he's worthy to be praised. God is so worthy to be praised. And e-talk is not e-talk if, it's don't, if it don't operate in the spirit of God. E-talk is not what I want it to be, but it's what I want, what God want it to be. And if his spirit ever takes over, I ask God to help his way because I know there are some people needing God right now. I know there are some people needing God to move on their behalf. And if he don't show up, there's no way out. And so, God, we thank you on tonight. Some people lost trust in you, Lord God, during the labor pains. Some people lost trust in you during the process, Lord God. And I pray that this word be rooted in their hearts to them so that they can understand that you had a purpose and a plan all along. And sometimes that pain is difficult, but the plan is still good. And so I thank you guys for joining me on tonight. I pray blessings over your life. I pray that God Speak to your situation like never before. And I pray that the Spirit of God hover over your household, that everything that you stand in need of, hey, everything that you desire, and everything that is in the will of God manifest in Jesus' name.
1: Thank you, Lord.
0: And so I thank you guys for being on here tonight. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for supporting me. Just know that every time you told God, yes, the word of God was being planted in you and you're going through the trimester of a spiritual birth, spiritual growth, a divine conception from God. And before I leave on tonight, I want to say hello to everyone that's on YouTube. I want to say hello to everyone that's on Facebook. Thank you. Thank you all for your love and your patience. I'm trying to get
1: past this, this, this. This is what I feel in my spirit.
0: Um, thank you. I see all my family on here. I see my best friend, my bestie. I see Sh- uh, Shamanica. I see my Amy. I see my sister, Lana. Um, uh, thank you so much. I see uh, my sister and my niece on Eve's Talk. My mom, my family, uh, I see it on Eve's Talk on YouTube. Thank you so much for joining me on tonight. I pray um, this word was a blessing to you. I pray that it encouraged you in your process. This is the ninth month and the ninth day. This is a divine moment. Prophetically, God is speaking to his people. And, uh, find out where you are in your season, in your trimester, spiritually. And use what a God has given us to Transition you to one trimester to the next. God bless you. Um, as always, I tell you, sis, be wise. Have understanding. Walk in wisdom. Create your own boldness and seek your own change. I love you guys. Hey, share this word. Um, it might be too rich and too thick for some people. Hey, um, this is who I am. This is what God has called me to do upon the earth. Um, I don't apologize for it. Uh, I, I speak it boldly. I, I operate in it boldly because this is what he's doing in my life, in the life of the people that's connected to me. And, um, and I love him and I trust him. And, uh, that's just what that is. Be blessed and good night. I love you guys. You guys be in prayer for me. And, um, I most definitely continue to keep you guys in prayer, be in prayer for my family.
1: I love you guys and good night.